Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. guys are doing amazing where you are i'm so grateful that you guys are listening and watching and subscribing to my channel i'm actually in awe i seriously i can't believe it i'm surprised <laughs> um in this video we're going to be speaking about how infjs or maybe me only uh, we get attached to inanimate objects and we kind of give them characters and names and personalities and so once we have to get rid of them, because we eventually have to get rid of stuff, we get really, really emotional about it. It's such a weird thing. Okay, like we're so unemotional about kicking people out of our lives when the time is right and we're door slamming. But for some reason, when we have to get rid of these things, these items, we get, we get emotional about it, you know? I'll give you an example. Um, I was on an island a couple of days, a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, um, down south in, in Thailand. I was just you know, doing a holiday, doing a New Year's thing. I always do that every year. And I lost my flip-flops. Okay, it happens a lot on these islands because, you know, you leave your flip-flops because all of those places are barefoot. All the bars down south in the, on the islands are, are barefoot bars. You can't go in there with shoes on because people have this thing against shoes. It's disrespectful. So you leave all your shoes outside. It's basically flip-flops because you're not wearing any shoes, really, um, mostly. I see some people wearing shoes, and I'm like, what are you guys doing wearing shoes on an island? I mean, I sp spend most of my time barefoot there, right? And so I leave my shoes outside, my flip-flops, and I forget to kind of hide them a little bit because people are drunk, you know, they steal those flip-flops without really, really realizing that it's not theirs. I came back out after about dancing, and I see, I look really diligently for my flip-flops, and they're not there. I've lost my flip-flops. Okay, now let me give you a little bit of a brief background. These flip-flops are not anything special. They were $8 or something from a random Walmart somewhere. My mom bought them. I stole them from her because I was not, I didn't have any flip-flops of my own. So I'm using her flip-flops, right? So they have no, shouldn't, they shouldn't really have any emotional attachment to them. They're just flip-flops. I've been using them for two years now, three years. But I'm walking home barefoot. It's not fun to walk home barefoot in the dark. 
without flip-flops or without shoes on. That's okay. That's not the point of it. That was not what I was worried about. I wasn't worried about stepping on a snake. I wasn't worried about stepping on a spider. I wasn't worried about stepping on a, on a beetle. Nothing like that. Like, I didn't care about that stuff. In my head, all I could think was, oh my god, I've shared so many memories with these flip-flops. I've been with them for so long. I can't believe that I lost them. I feel so sad. Like, I didn't even get to, get to say goodbye. I'm like... And then I stop myself and I'm thinking to myself, Shagat, what is wrong with you? These are just flip-flops. You can get another pair. Yeah, I can get another pair, I thought. But, I mean, but they were mine. And I was with them for so long. And they've seen so much. I've, I've traveled with them so many places. And I really miss them. And they're molded to my feet. And they're really comfortable. And so I was in this mad, mad place. Like, I don't want to talk about it because it makes me sound like a complete crazy person. But that's what I do. I am so attached. I think it's an energy trait because I've heard other people say this as well. I get so attached to these inanimate objects. They have no feelings. These are, I'm guessing, they are inanimate objects. They have no feelings. They have no souls. My laptop, for example, I love my laptop to death. I love her. Love, love, love her. I cannot be without her even for a second. I could be without my partner for a long time. But I can't be without her. Like she, I need her. I want her in my life, right? I've named her. I'm not going to tell you guys what her name is because you're going to think I'm crazy. My bicycle. And when I was in Toronto, I had this bicycle. Her name was Henrietta. And I loved her to death. I would go with her everywhere. And I was so overprotective of her. I, if there was no place to walk her or if I didn't trust the neighborhood that I was in, I would just leave. I would not leave her by herself. I would stand next to her making sure no one stole her. Insanity, right? Same thing with my clothing. Um, a few of you noticed that I wear the same t-shirts over and over again when I'm doing these videos. It's not because I want to be consistent. It's because I love my clothes. I love them to death. I have this one sweater, actually. It looks like a dress now. It was a sweater, a normal sweater, but now it like hangs on me like a dress because I've had it for 15 years now. And my mother, every single time I go back home, she tries to throw it out because she says, you should not be wearing this sweater anymore. No one should be wearing this sweater anymore. It should not be, it looks like a hobo sweater. And so every single time she tries to throw it out, and every single time I pull it out of the garbage bag, or wherever it is, and wherever she's hidden it, and I'll take it back because it's my sweater. It makes me feel good. I love that sweater. I love that sweater, okay? Now, 15 years with a sweater is a long time, obviously, Obviously, I'm insane, but it's just the way it is. It's it's not even one or two things. There's a billion things. I can, I can point to a billion things in my apartment right now. My hat. I love my hat. I never go anywhere without it. This is it. And it is, it, it is, it is dying. <laughs> it is definitely dying. And I, so I should be getting a new hat, but I love this thing. I wear it everywhere. And people pull it off my head and say, do you wash this thing? Like, how long have you had it? I do wash it. It just, it's worn out. I mean, the cloth is dying. Um, so there's nothing I can do about it. Eventually, it will have to go in the garbage. And that moment, guys, that moment is going to be really, really, really sad for me. I'm not even joking about it. I'm not even, not even a little bit. At that moment, I'm going to conduct a funeral as I would if it was a dog or a cat or a family member. You know, that's how I feel about these items. Now, I know it's insane. I'm not even arguing with you guys. If you come and tell me, you know, Shaka, you, you need help. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I do. But I love 
my stuff and I form attachments to them. Perhaps because it's easy to form an attachment to an inanimate object and it's they don't speak back. They don't talk back to you. You don't have to door slam them. You know, you can they can stay with you forever. There's nothing no emotional attachment from their end. They have they're not needy in any way. You know, they just provide and, and service you and that's it. And they never ask for anything in return. Perhaps that's it. But I never except for my family members, I don't think I have formed an attachment like this, an emotional attachment where if they leave I don't really mind. I've had so many people leave in the past few weeks, months, years, and I'll—I won't even think twice about it. And that's—I'm um, not even saying that is a good thing because obviously that's not nice. But people will leave, and I think to myself, yeah, you know what? People come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Most people come for a season, and most people come for a very brief season. They'll come and they'll teach you what they're supposed to teach you, and then they'll leave. But I feel nothing for it. I feel nothing towards them. I feel nothing towards the fact that they've left. I know that another person is going to come in and replace them very soon, very quickly. And then they're going to leave. And then someone else is going to come. So that's a weird disconnect that I think INFJs have with people versus objects. And even like I think fur babies. A lot of us are more attached to our dogs and cats than people in general. I don't have a dog or cat because I'm a nomadic person. I can't be carrying them around with me and I can't take care of them properly. But I know if I had one, I would be way more attached to that dog or cat than I would be to my friends or people in my life. And that's a really scary thing to say out loud. I don't know if I should even be saying it, but that's the truth, unfortunately. I don't know. What about you guys? Like, Can you guys kind of tell me? that you are exactly the same way, so I feel less terrible about the fact that I'm a horrible human being that does not feel attachment to, to people. Can you guys tell me about your attachments to inanimate objects? What do you get attached to? Your laptop, your bicycle, your car? Tell me all about it. I'm waiting to hear from you guys. Again, thank you so much for watching, and I, I hope you guys have an amazing day wherever you are. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.